Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you um, on orders now in Ice District at Rogers Place. It is currently 1233 in Edmonton. Having a little bit of a discussion on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, hey, the orders won last night. It's special what we're watching on a nightly basis with McDavid and Drysettle. We know that. Uh, also talking a little about the physicality of the two Finnish players, uh, Nima Linen and Paul Yarvey uh, throwing some big hits last night and with some responses from a tough team in Nashville. Does there need to be more gamesmanship there? You tell me, Texas on 780-496-0063. I know um, one thing we haven't talked about, four goals against for Jack Campbell. It was uh, far from a perfect start. I'd just say let's give Jack some time here. Everybody just relax. I think you'll see Stuart Skinner against New Jersey tomorrow night. The best fans of the game need the best content. You can go live and behind the scenes with Oilers Plus. Access live practice coverage, pre- and post-game shows, original series, and much, much more. Subscribe now at OilersPlus.com. You can use the promo code Oilers now for a three-day free trial. And guests on the show receive gift certificates too. Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night of the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. 9990 Jasper Avenue. It's open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 until 10 p.m. Tell Chris and Chef Altop that Oilers now sent you. All right. Another thing that you can chime in on. Where does Ryan Smith rank in terms of your favorite Oilers players? Is he your, your most... Is he your favorite Oilers player of all time? I mean, I think it's a little bit generational. If you were around and a 15-year-old kid watching the Edmonton Oilers upset the Montreal Canadiens in 1981 and watched what Wayne Gretzky did, you know, you might have a lot of time for Wayne. Now, if you're a lot younger, if you're, I don't know, maybe you're skipping school today and you're in grade four, grade five listening to the show, you might be saying Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle are a couple of your favorites. But there's no question that for an entire generation of fans, Ryan Smith was a big deal. Ryan Smith is a deserved member of the Edmonton Oilers Hall of Fame. And uh, he is our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. What do you mean it just might be the best you've ever tasted? It's, it's Wilhock. Of course it's the best you've ever tasted. W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Three Edmonton area locations to serve you. Without further ado... Let's get to our sit-down conversation with Smitty. Ryan, uh, I've had the privilege of having a chance to interview you numerous times over the years. 
I'm thinking this might be one of your more favorite ones. Just given uh, for you, you know, the fact that you're going up and you're being recognized here in sort of the one of the original inductees to join the the Oilers' great Hall of Famers. How cool of it is it for you to be a part of uh, the Edmonton Oilers Hall of Fame? Very special, very humbled and honored, uh, especially going with Lee Foglin, a guy that uh, really paved the way uh, for. You know the greats. Um, yeah, you know blue collar man, a guy that uh, worked extremely hard, um, earned everything out there. Was a great teammate, great leader, and I couldn't be more uh, honored to be going in with him. You know, I think for an entire generation of fans, I know this because I know that there's fans that uh, you know, you know Jack Cookson as an example from Broham Sports. There's a whole fan base that they have like a. 2006, where they want everything from that. I know you've experienced it from the fans, the, the passion and love. And but if anybody had, I always got the sense if anybody had an appreciation for what the Oilers were off of that team, it was you. Because were you born to be an Oiler yeah. to a certain degree? Yeah, I mean, growing up in Banff uh, really helped that solidify that. I mean, the history of the Oilers is uh, is amazing, even to to this point in this day with Leon Draisaitl and and McDavid and you know Nuge is still going. I mean, this is it's just a great feeling and knowing to be uh, to be a part of um, from numerous generations and. Uh, um, you know, it's ex- the fan base, the the excitement that the fans uh, give when they come to the rink, um, even at, at the old rink to obviously this new rink uh, here at Rogers. I mean, it's so special. Um, I was here last night watching the game, and they were down early, 30 seconds into the game, and just the calmness of uh, of, of the players and the fans, and it's just like it was like a switch and. The fans obviously want a Stanley Cup because of the history of the game uh, of the of the Oilers. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the players uh, giving it their all, and and I think there's some sign of great things to come. All right, so let's go back to 2006. And look, you'd been here a few years by that point, but it was a special year. Kevin went and got uh, Pronger and Peck in the offseason after the lockout that year. You guys added Dwayne Rolison. Uh, it's funny because the Oilers in 1981 stunned the Montreal Canadiens. Edmonton was 14th, Montreal was third. Detroit was miles ahead of everybody else in first. Uh, myself and Robin Brownlee were the two guys that said that Edmonton was going to win that series. You guys were all wrong. I told Mike Babcock that. I said, this team's all wrong for you. And he was like, hmm, were you all wrong for them? Was there something about your group? I mean, you referenced it in the media availability today. You knew when Brad Winchester picked up the squid. But was there a sense of belief, especially in that opening round series? Yeah, we knew that they were a benchmark for sure. And we knew that you know, guys like Stevie Eiserman were on their last leg, so to speak. Uh, literally, he was on his last knee. Um, but they still had character, and they still had known what it takes to win. Obviously, they were a number one seed, so they weren't just getting in for the sake of getting in. But we just had a sense of belief. We had a sense of um, consistent hockey that we've been playing for already two and a half months, and we were just carrying it right into the playoffs. And 
Um, it was a it was a good. I don't want to use the word cocky, but we were confident cocky, um, and and we were we were going to be the we were going to beat them. That's what we, we, we was coming down to. Analytically speaking, you guys had good teams in 0304 and in 0506. Like you had, you guys had strong possession metrics. You had depth at forward, but one big difference is you added Chris Bronner. And you know, I, I know some fans to this day are still up. The guy was a hell of a player for you, wasn't he? Yeah, he just had the the calmness back there, the poise. Obviously, get you know he could be mean, but he just solidified the 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 calmness back there and really gave us uh, um, you know that, that extra punch that we didn't have. Um, you know, all of the uh, the decor at that point, Jason Smith, Steve Seos, as you mentioned before, they played phenomenal. Um, you know, Pisani was outstanding. Uh, you're getting second or third scoring, uh, but at the end of the day, it was like I said, we we were just believing in each other, and we found a way to win. Uh, how cool is it now to think? You know, Bill Guerin, you played with him. Dougie White was an NHL head coach. He was part of your 39 goal season where you had 20 on the power play that year. Uh, you know, Stevie Stales, an executive as well, and and Mac T back in coaching. I mean, it's uh, it's got to be pretty cool to think of all the great. I mean, I, I think, I, I don't want to speak for you, but it's the relationships and the friends you made along the way on your journey, isn't it? Most definitely. I mean, you know, hockey's one thing, and it's uh, it's a great game that God gifted me to play, but it's developing relationships along your journey, and, uh, um, you know, you mentioned them there. I mean, most of them are still still back in the game, so it's nice to see that uh, they're continuing on, giving, giving back in the game, but it's just connecting when you see them, and and uh, seeing where everybody's at. Final one for you. I'm going to get you to put your analyst hat on here. Connor McDavid and Leon, you referenced those two. Two points per game through the first ten games. Scoring is up, but, I mean, very different players. Have we ever seen a player like Connor before? At least over the last, I mean, you're now, uh, what are you, I'm sticking off the top of my head, you were in, you were in 94, so you would have seen 76. You're, you're, you're 46 now, right? So, I'm, I'm, I mean, in your lifetime, you ever seen a guy that fast, that explosive? No, I mean, it's, uh, it's you know, when you catch it firsthand and see it at the game, it's amazing, the different... Uh, different level of, of speed that he brings and, and cutbacks is quick and sharp and uh, he's, he's a dynamic player but uh, you know that's one one piece of a big puzzle that uh, you know Leon Dreisaitl you know I'm a big fan of uh, Nuge you know Nuge is going under the radar which is great he's still he's doing his thing but at the end of the day it's just nice to see that uh, the organization's on the up. There you go. That is Ryan Smith, who uh, I think for an entire generation of fans uh, remains uh, very popular. Andrew has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Was too young to appreciate Gretzky and Messier. Smitty, Waite, and Cujo were my favorite, but Smitty because of his grinding effort down low and in front of Lynette and his long Oilers tenure. This team now is the best I've seen, and the top guys are definitely favorites. Uh, that one comes to us from Andrew. Andy says, <laughs> I can't read that, Andy. Sorry, it's funny. 
this text comes from AJ from St. Thomas. He says, Bob, FYI, Jack Campbell has a career 955 save percentage in November, or sorry, had a save percentage of 955 in November of 2021 uh, to save the Maple Leaf season after a tough start. I think he'll be fine. He adds, happy for Stu. Uh, if they can go uh, 41-41 in terms of games started, it's a bonus. If they both play solid and are healthy, it's exciting for the team. Uh, more on Ryan Smith. And again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Smith was a warrior who worked the trenches like a good Ukrainian soldier. Well, there you go. Uh, another text says, Bob, if you're driving today, please stay safe. Well, I can tell you that uh, we had to be down here at 9.30 this morning. And from the southwest part of the city, it took me 57 minutes. And I felt lucky to do it in that to get to the arena today. Uh, the text goes on to say, yes, drive safely today. I agree. Another first shot, first goal game has to be a record. Uh, Campbell ranks 58th in save percentage in a 32-team league. His habit of trying to make saves from his belly while sprawled on the ice is crazy. Where is the goalie coach reminding him that it's not effective? Plus, he has terrible lateral movement and becomes too compact when pressured. Uh, time to dock Yamamoto down to the fourth line and insert Holloway into the top six for several games and let him through, ride through the mistakes without benching him to build confidence and not destroy it. Um, I don't see that happening with Yamamoto going to the fourth line, and I don't see Holloway going to the top six. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Joel from Lethbridge says, uh, Straight Blade Smitty was amazing around the net, made everybody work hard seeing him play. Uh, Carson says, Bob, Ryan is my number two for more than what he did on the ice. Kevin Lowe will always be number one. These guys did more off the ice than others. Uh, again, you can text us. Uh, and Carson adds, what's the update on the roster situation? Are we just going to roll with one extra all year? Well, the owners have very limited cap space. So right now, that's what they can afford because of where they're at, LTIR. So we heard from Ryan Smith, who will be honored before tomorrow's game against Nashville. The other gentleman is near and dear to the heart of a lot of uh, the great Edmonton Oilers players, um, including the likes of a Wayne Gretzky, the uh, Lee Fogel, and former captain of the team, and we'll hear from him when we return on Oilers now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1247 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place in Ice District. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Ryan Smith and Lee Fogelin going into the Oilers Hall of Fame. The event will take place prior to uh, tomorrow's game between the New Jersey Devils and the Edmonton Oilers. Chris from Lacoma's Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, if we could have only kept Waite, Garen, and Smith together from Chris and Lacombe. Well, they couldn't, uh, which is why Kevin Lowe had to get as much as he could uh, in those trades. Bill Garen and Doug Waite ended up making $9 million a year after they left Edmonton. That was not happening during the days of a pre-cap world. Just think about how different it is today. So, you know, and, and I... I you know, see Cal Nichols fairly regularly. See him every summer uh, out of West Bank. Uh, Cal and Ken, his son Ken's now living in down in Texas. We've already got plans for uh, when the Oilers go to Texas. 
and the Edmonton Investors Group fought the good fight, but they were taking a pocket knife to a gunfight without a salary cap. And then we had a lockout where Gary Bettman fought for organizations like Edmonton, Calgary, and Ottawa. And ultimately, the Oilers ended up under new ownership, and hockey meant more in Canada than the United States. And since the 0405 lockout, I think there's only been one year in which we've had fans available for all the games where the Oilers haven't been contributors to revenue sharing. Shows you how different the world is. But it just simply was not at that time feasible to, to have Doug White and Bill Guerin making what they were worth in the league. All right. Lee Fogelin. There's no other way to say it. He was one of the most popular Oilers players of all time. His teammates loved him. As uh, he is our second Oilers now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today and again. It ain't just the best. might just be the best. It is the best. Here is our one-on-one sit-down with Lee Fogelin. Well, Lee, uh, what does it mean to be part of uh, a new sort of inducted class going up on the Edmonton Oilers uh, Wall of Fame? Well, I'm really honored and humbled by it. I look at how special players that I got to play with. I mean, on and off the ice, these guys were so enthusiastic and want to win right from a young age. They really were ready to go, and they grew up so fast, and uh, it was just a real special time for myself. You grew up in the game. Your dad played in the National Hockey League, and, uh, you know, you sort of evolved playing at Thunder Bay, and your dad had a, you know, and and you can perhaps share the story, but, uh, you know, your dad obviously had a very strong work ethic that you came with, but also a degree of toughness. Is that something that you inherited from your your father, or was that just an expectation of how guys were back then? I mean, when I look back at that era of, of people in general, how tough they were and how hard they worked to make life better, and my dad was especially like that. He, he really, I owe it to him to give me a good, really good work ethic. And uh, the thing is, how to accomplish a goal and how to live a better life, that's for sure. All right, so you, you, you started off in Buffalo, you end up coming to the Edmonton Oilers. Did you know fairly quickly, I mean, about, as an example, about Wayne Gretzky? Did, and did you have a clue to some of these young guys, or did, did you watch it, and did you identify it first in practice before you, or, or did it take a little bit of time to sit there and watch this young group grow? Well, I think it took a little bit of time. Um, I mean, we all look back and we remember the great times, but there was a lot of hard work, and I really have to add this in, that Glenn was probably the first uh, general manager coach. I mean, he really had a great game plan. He saw these young guys, and he didn't just say, I'm going to get some older guys and plug the holes here. He had a game plan how he's going to develop these kids into great hockey players, all-stars, Hall of Famers, and he did that, and he was unwavering. And uh, Glenn deserves a lot of credit, that's for sure. We're joined by uh, one of the new inductees in the Amazon Oilers Hall of Fame, Lee Fogelin. Lee, uh, you play the Montreal Canadiens in the 1981 playoffs. Uh, for an Edmonton kid watching that, I mean, it was uh, stunning. Was it stunning for the Oilers players to be a part of, or was, I mean, how, just is there any way you can speak? The Canadians fans are so knowledgeable. 
and I remember about halfway through grade one, uh, through game one, when Wayne was coming down the ice, you could feel the nervousness, like with their like there was this the sense of anticipation. So I'm wondering what it was like to participate, uh, especially the two games in Montreal, and to come back to the craziness in Edmonton with a chance to close out the series. Well, it was a really, really special moment. That was only her second year in the league, I believe, and uh, Montreal had a fantastic team and class. I mean, the Montreal Canadiens have always been like so classy and class players, class organization, and to play them, just to play them, it was a thrill. And. Uh, I think there was always that thought in your mind, are they, these guys going to come back on us? But we're pretty strong-willed. And I think the one thing I can relate to is the third game back at home in Edmonton. And I remember walking out and just seeing the rink, and it was like dead quiet. Everybody sitting there just hoping this was before the game that I hope these guys can close it out tonight because we don't want to let the Montreal Canadiens win one game because we might be in trouble. What was it like to hoist that first Stanley Cup? You know, it's a lot of hard work and, and when you look at it, we were beat fairly handily by a great team in the Islanders the year before and uh, I think over the history you see teams that have made it to the finals that never get back there again and it just shows the determination. I mean, we learned a lot from the Islanders that year about uh, perseverance and, and focus and how to make sure that you don't lose your control of what's going on. And uh, it was a great learning experience. And lucky enough that we were able to take that in and move on the following year. And uh, I, I mentioned it to somebody else before, but I can remember the first game, Kevin McClellan scored a goal and we beat him one nothing, which was really uh, great that we knew in our minds that we could shut them down. But the second game we lost 6-1 and I can remember riding home in the airplane we left right after the game. It was like a six hour flight back to Edmonton and uh, sitting beside Gretz and Gretz looked at me and says, we cannot let this happen again, right? And for some, we just, I think it was that airplane ride home in the, and getting beat so handily by the Islanders that we really had to feel like we had really had to stand up and, and do it. You and Kevin Lowe were a defense partner for six or seven seasons. I remember that you used to funnel forward and make him cross into the path of the other, and then you'd blow the guy up with some big hits. Kevin obviously became a great community leader here in town. He's the longest-serving winner. Uh, recently stepped down from a full-time position. Uh, can you maybe educate everybody just in terms of what a great friend Kevin's been for you and, and, and how much respect he has in terms of with the Oilers alumni, and, you know, a guy that was obviously a very deserved member of the Hockey Hall of Fame last year? Well, Kevin is a great player, a great person, and uh, his enthusiasm was second to none. He'd never, ever see him down. And uh, one funny little story I had about it, him, and this is the way he was. And, I mean, he was just a great all-round player, defensively, offensively, block shots, hits, takeouts, whatever it took, he was going to do it. 
but I remember the one night we were playing in Calgary at home and Theo Fleury scored a goal and that's before there was very much celebration involved guys would just pat each other and Theo went down on one knee and did a fist pump and Kevin looked at me and says he's dead right and I said easy easy Kev <laughs> all right uh there you go that is uh Lee Fogelin so uh a real interesting guy. Uh, obviously, the Fogelin family suffered a significant uh, tragedy when Lee's son, Michael Fogelin, who was playing for the Prince George Cougars in the Western Hockey League, passed away in his sleep back in May of 2004. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of Lee. Uh, and there was times in which, when I worked at the other station, sometimes Lee was a guest on some of the shows. He's... Uh, he told me that his his voice he, he ended up uh, something happened with a vocal cord uh, last uh, last winter, uh, but a guy that you know, all I can tell you is the greatest players in the history of the game, and the Oilers said two of the three best players throughout the 1980s in, in Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier. And, and Kevin Lowe, you know Gary Curry, Paul Coffey, to a man, all those guys. Um, will speak effusively in terms of what Lee Fogelin brought. It was great having a chance to have a conversation uh, with uh, Lee Fogelin and, and, again, overcoming the uh, the family tragedy that occurred with uh, uh, he and Carol's son, uh, Michael. Uh, we will uh, tell you that it is currently 12.58 uh, in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Hey, we've got an Oilers Now road trip coming up to Vegas in January to see the Oilers and the Golden Knights. You can visit all the famous Vegas attractions as well. You're going to have three nights at the five-star Cosmopolitan Hotel. It includes airfare, does this trip, game tickets. We're going to do a welcome reception. We've had some great guests, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, in Vegas. For the orders now, Hockey Vegas Road Trip, reach out to newwesttravel.com. Raya LaHue has a global news weather traffic update. And then when we return, we'll hook up with Mark Spector for Aquarian Renovations. This is Orders Now.